This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think Under had a very good game today. I just don't think it was, it was an all-around bad performance and for all these people last week that were clamouring for to play four at the back there's your answer now that's what I agree with 100% more than anything because there's all them people out there that were ripping them to shreds before the game why we're not playing four at the back there's your answer tonight's performance there is your answer 100% nothing this four at the back works yes I was glad we changed it the system against Brighton and it worked we cannot play with four at the back, and that's proved the point. So, gotta say, especially that's... when you haven't got, Chatty, you know, you haven't got uh, Cassa- uh, you haven't got Cassania, you ain't got Pereira, you ain't got Johnny Evans, and you ain't got Zionchu. There's your back four if you're going to play a back four for me, and we haven't got any of them available tonight. Yeah, yeah. I just want to I say just, as well, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, I did my rant last week about the formation. I, I, you know, look, we've all said it. We didn't lose to Fulham. We didn't lose tonight because of any kind of formation. We lost because the players were not good enough. We didn't move the ball quick enough. You know, basics of attacking football. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'm sorry, I'd be intrigued to see what the uh, the you know four at the back brigade on Twitter are, are saying tonight because yeah, that was woeful. It was worse than. Uh, I mean, in terms of in terms of creating chances, I'd say it was worse than the Fulham game. Uh, definitely worse than the Sheffield United game. Um, but yeah. I don't know what else to say, really. Um, here's Phil. Here's Phil. What was yeah. what was Smichael doing? I'll probably get ripped to shreds about this because Smichael's no, meant to be the best that. keeper in the world, mm-hmm. uh, the best keeper Leicester have ever had. What was he doing? How come he couldn't save that? He just he could have pushed it round the, the uh, pushed it round the bar. What was he doing? Yes, he made two cracking saves before they scored the second goal. But that first goal, if he'd saved that, Vallis. Um, Vardy would have probably scored the header because the confidence, it wouldn't have been 1-0 down. We weren't chasing the game and it would have been a total different kettle of fish. What was Schmeichel doing? I do not know what Schmeichel was doing with that. That was an easiest save. None of this, it was uh, JJ's fault. Schmeichel should have been able to save that quite easily. Not a problem. From that distance and that time, he saw it all the way through. Just don't understand it. We made Everton look good today. Everton weren't that good. We made Everton look pretty damn good tonight. Go on then, Phil. Yeah. There was one more thing I wanted to say really no, quick. I'm just listening. Carry on, Lox. Yeah, no, the last thing I wanted to say, um, look, we, we spoke last uh, on Sunday um, 
I am going back on what I've previously said here, Jamie, because remember that chat we had on here ooh, oh, I don't know, after, the Fulham, after the Fulham game, maybe, when you know you said about obviously losing faith and all of that. And I okay, said, oh, well, did last, oh, that one, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I'm not saying I'm losing faith, right? But what I am going to say is, we, we mentioned last week, uh, during the comment, you know, during the match, me and Tom did about how Brighton were in a very false position uh, in the league. You know, they were playing good football and they weren't didn't have much to show from it. I'll tell you what, we are in a false position, right? I don't care what anyone says about we've had, you know, seven wins or six wins, what eight wins, I can't remember how many it is, whatever it is, however many wins, right? But at times, you know, it, we're just too inconsistent, you know, like... It, I said it to Tom not long ago, about 10, 20 minutes ago. If this was last season, you know, the teams like Liverpool were still unbeaten, Man City was still unbeaten, we wouldn't be in the top four. We wouldn't be fourth place. We'd be lower than that. So, yeah, ultimately, I think tonight is another case of a West Ham, an Aston Villa, a Fulham, where the, the pass, and it's quite, it's, it is like a carbon copy. You know, the passing's dreadful. Uh, we're not <clears> moving the ball quick enough. So I'm not losing. The, I'm not losing faith. You know, I good think we blocks. can still finish here. But I'm just good teams. Good teams are able to grind out results, and if they're playing yeah. badly, sneak a one-all draw, sneak a two-one win. We, we never did. even looked like scoring tonight. We never looked like scoring at all. It's just a woeful performance. That's seven home games now. We've won three and lost four. Just in the in the league, uh, and we've lost to Fulham. We've lost to West Ham, yep. we've lost to Everton and we've lost to Villa. Uh, and in all of those games, we never looked like scoring goals. We All the team didn't perform. Where if you look at our on-the-road performances this season, we've been out fantastic. So why do we? Why are we struggling so so much at home? Literally. And it, and it isn't just down to like teams sitting deep. We, we can't pass the ball at times. We don't look like creating chances. We don't. Don't move the ball quick enough. What I said during the, again today, we're moving it too slow. Against Brighton was the opposite. If you look at where the goals came from, they were quick passes, moving the ball around the box, opening teams up. When we don't play fast football, we look awful. And we look like a team who have got no ideas because we haven't, can't create the space to get the opportunities in behind. In the first, what, 10 minutes of that game, you would say we did open the Everton up a couple of times because we moved the ball and got it wide. As soon as the goal went in, Everton Vardy missed the, 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 the chance of the game for me to try and get something from it. We didn't look like scoring. And for me at half-time, what has Rodgers changed? Nothing, because there was no reaction. There was no hunger. There was no desire to come out and win that football match in the second half. So we got what we deserved tonight. But my question is, again, to everyone watching, why are we struggling at home to create chances? But not just that, why are we struggling at home with performances? That's the big one. Because away from home, bar the Liverpool game, we've been superb on the road this season and got some cracking results. You sound uh, quite... I'll jump in now. Uh, but you, you all sound, well, quite rightly and quite understandably... I, I don't think pretty, it's the crowd. Pretty I, upset. Well, I, st I still think it's a bit to do with the crowd. But I think it's a lot to do with the players as well. The fans give you that extra bit and there's no home advantage anymore. But it just, I don't know. With this, it's, I don't well, know. You, so can't, I really listen, don't know. You, can't, you can't blame the crowds being there. Everybody's having to play with no crowds at the moment. So it really Yeah, but there's that. a lot of away wins. There's a lot of away wins. Yes. Don't well, usually see this many away wins. But Bre Brendan at home seems to get a bit out tactic, especially by managers who come with a bit of a plan. I, we, 
you could sort of see what Everton were trying to do, although they did come and have a bit of a go as well. We just, my frustration is 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 more on the players just. Again, Brighton were not are not a brilliant side, and Sheffield United were not a brilliant side. But we looked we looked a lot more at it against Brighton, and today, the the lads the lads out there just, I don't know, maybe a bit tired. Nothing. I I I worry they believe their own press, their own egos. That everybody's going, oh, that he's amazing, they're amazing, and then they they start to believe it, and we seem to ease off the gas a little bit. Question again: Where was uh, Madison today? Not yeah. picking out, you know, Madison Blind against uh, Brighton, and he did the, the pass for Sheffield United again, where he was poor. Where was he tonight? I didn't see anything from Madison Spark or belief. Tillemans, I'll call him out again. Poor again, Tillemans tonight. Yeah, no spark, no belief, no creativity. These players are getting paid big money to try and create things. We don't look like creating things at home against teams who, okay, sit deep at times, but the, we don't pass the ball quick enough and we're too greedy on the ball sometimes for me. And I think it sums up the game at the end when the ball ran out. And for me, you want to see a bit of fight, even with 90 seconds, 30 seconds ago on the clock. And Barnes just let it run out of play. Go through the man. Kick him up in the air. I'd rather you've done something like that and try and win a corner than amble towards, oh, I don't really want to get hurt. Do something. And Barnesford to me, should have been dragged before under. Barnes was shocking again tonight. It created nothing. I just wanted to ask one quick question as well, guys. Do you would you like to see Tillemans in instead of? Uh, sorry, would you like to see Dennis Pratt maybe next game instead of Tillemans? Because for me, Tillemans has been quiet, and I think it says something that he was really quiet in the game that we won three 0 as well. So for me, I'd like to see Dennis Pratt come back into the team uh, against Tottenham, but I don't know. Just maybe I, again, I'd like to ask you guys their second goal. I mean. It's the sort of game where the next goal is always going to be a key in a one niller, isn't it? But if we score it, it's game on. But that, their second goal it came in from a corner, which we, we all know as fans, we're not brilliant at defending corners. They had three pokes at it. What You know, that's that Sunday league type of goal, like, oh, he couldn't score it. Oh, we, we've had three chances to clear it. Casper's made two magnificent saves out of it. But there was, there was four or five Leicester defenders around one or two Everton players. And that happened several times where it was like, how did they get the header in there? How did they do that? There's four defenders around them. It's zonal defending. Zonal defending. No one knows who they're picking up. So if a man goes through, no one knows who's taking it. There was like two players, maybe three players, just standing there, not just watching it, not just watching it. But like, they didn't know what they're doing. Zonal defending is... Um, so I was just reading that one by Joanna then. Uh, Zonal defending just doesn't work because no one knows who they're picking up once the man runs through. So why, 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 why then? If either if Morgan was on the bench today, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yes. So I, I, I'm not sure I'm the biggest fan of Ndidi being a centre half myself with Christian Fuchs. I'd have, I'd have rather had Christian Fuchs at centre half and had Luke Thomas on maybe as a fullback. If you're going to play as a four, I'd have rather probably had Wes Morgan on. If we're going to give Wes Morgan contracts and another one next year, and he's on the bench, he's fit enough to play, isn't he? And then you have Endidi in front, especially when Mendy was on a booking. Yeah, you, you would have thought so, but I, I don't think Wes now is capable of playing nine, a full 90 minutes. We shouldn't have players in the squad then who, who can't play 90 minutes because that's, for me, that's like number one on, on a player's contract. Can you make, can you play 90 minutes occasionally? And if Wes can't fulfil that now, then we ne- he needs to go and we need to have Benjamin or whoever. Yeah, I've done that show you that. Well, the minute, 
Well, Benkovic is an eighteen million pound player from two years ago. Is it? Is he just definitely not good enough? Well, Rogers has come out and said he's not. Oh, Rogers, Rogers has come out and said that he's gone out alone because he's not good enough for the Premier League. He's not ready and he's not good enough. I mean, if I was Benk, if I was Benkovic, I'd be thinking, what the hell? You know, you played me at Celtic. You saw what I did. I helped you win a league and treble and everything like that. I've come back down here. I didn't get a sniff in the first like six months of the season. I didn't even get a sniff at any point last season, really, bar a couple of league well, league cup games. And then at the beginning of the season, I'm getting told, well, we're signing another kid who's 19 from France. And by the way, you're going to go on loan because you're not good enough. What's that doing for his confidence? And he, no, by the way, he's on loan to Cardiff. He can't get in the Cardiff team. So what is the point of him being at Cardiff? Surely he's come back. He's come back, Tom. He's, yeah, he's right. back here now. He's not. He's still there. He was on the bench the other no. day for them. That, that, oh. that, you, know, you know, when you text me saying he's gone, I checked the bench that night. He was still on the bench. The next day he was on the bench for them, mate. He's still at Cardiff. He can't get in their oh, team. What? what a waste of time having a player who's sitting on the bench at that age. He needs to be going yeah, but, somewhere and playing. But if he can't, if he can't get into Cardiff's team, team, that shows that, that shows that he's yeah. You know that's that well, him done. I mean, Andy's just put that on there. This is a thing we've been saying for the last two years. This this is partly why I thought we slipped away last season. Is in the team when when you're one nil down, two nil down. I you I watched that again today, and I think. Who is out there literally grabbing the game by the scruff of the next? Jack Grealish does it for Villa. He literally starts throwing himself around and you can see visually, you can see <laughs> Jack behave. Grealish. I've got too many well, things no, to play but you, no, you, I don't you can see with Jack Grealish, he's, he cares. He's like, F this. We want to, oh, come on lads, yeah. I'm going to lead by example and I'm going to show you well, you all need to follow me into battle. I don't see that with any Leicester players. Not Jamie Vardy. Casper can't do it in goal. There's Who is that player who goes... Lads, roll your sleeves up. You're talking there isn't like, anybody. You're talking like a Roy Keane, a Patrick Vieira. I know we're going back in the day, but those kind of players who who would grab the bloke next to him and say, "Kick up the arse and say, "What are you doing? Why are you pl- what's going on? You know, we need you there. Put, pull this out. Pull your finger out your arse. I'll say that and sort this out because this ain't good enough." But there was no one there. There's no leader on that pitch. And Casper, I love Casper, but I don't agree with a, cap- a, a captain as your keeper. There's, you know, your, cap- your captain for me should be your midfielder, the po- bloke who's linking the play from defence to attack to sort things out. And at the moment, this where we're going to get it tonight from Rogers, by the way, because we all know what he's going to say. It's carbon copy. We're a young team. We're developing. It's every week. There was, you know, yeah. that's all he ever says. We're, we've got a lot of young players. They did all right, but it just didn't happen. No, they let's don't... just come out, come out tonight and say, honest, Rogers, it was rubbish. There was no, nothing was happening. There was no creativity. And we've, we'll, we'll admit we were, we were poor tonight. But it was not good enough. The, these results where we've lost at home to Fulham and Everton and West Ham and Villa, they, they just strike to me is we, we're close to being a, a really, really good team. We are in that top four, top, top six zone. But again, we messed up last January by not going out and buying adding to the squad in January. I think this January is a must. If we want to keep this push going, I think we need to go out and get one or two players. A central defender, if we're going to keep having injuries, is one. And uh, uh, I still say, maybe an older head. Let's not yeah. use this. We're a young team. Let's pull in. That says a, it for me, by the way. Pull it, yeah, exactly. A Cambria, yeah, so, so, we're, we're in the Europa League. Let's find somebody who's not, not cup-tied in the Europa League or wants to come to the Premier League maybe fancies six months in the Premier League. Th- th- these players are out there. 
but you've got to find someone who can do that job, like you're saying, that's not an easy, it can be asso to come and find someone like that is not an easy find, if you're honest with you. You go well, back yeah. to something you said last time, Phil, about being the top four team, the top six team. We did have an opportunity that, you know, that was that was when we won the league and we blew it in the transfer market. And ever since then, yeah. we've been blowing yeah. it in the transfer market. Okay, look, Madison, I'll give, I will say, Peel gets a lot of stick. But he brought in Madison, he brought in Ricardo Pereira. He started this journey of young players. We've gone on to go and find Fafana. We've gone on to find Cassania. Cassania's a bit older, but we've gone on to find some quality in the last few years. But we had the opportunity when we won the league to go and buy established premiership players. And we went down the opposite route to buy foreign players who couldn't play in the Premier League. <laughs> now we're in a point where we've got a lot of young players, but we're now itching to find an experienced player who's a lot harder to find. That's your biggest problem. If you look at that midfield, Tillemans, Madison and Mendy. Mendy, bar this season, couldn't get in the starting lineup for two years due to injury and different sins. He's played, he's been all right this season, but he's not the midfield maestro we need. You've got Undidi, but again, it's another young head. You need someone in the middle of that park who's going to grab people and pull them into games at times. And, we're just too nice and nice, if you want to. That's the word I'll say. Too nice and nice. See, that yeah. comment then by Aggie Frith about Nacho gives nothing. If the, midfielder were to, if the midfielders were to give something and give a bit more, then you might see something. Because Nacho and Vardy have always played well up top together. Um, but the midfield gave absolutely nothing. So how can you... How, I just don't understand. If the midfield are not giving you anything, how can your strikers... Uh, oh... I think that VAR wasn't. I think it was a very soft penalty at the best. It was never. If we got it, would have no. So for for once, I'll hold my hand up there. I think. Yeah. But going back there, if the strikers don't get the service, then there's nothing they can do. And Vardy got nothing. Nacho's trying to make his own service tonight. And there was a comment earlier from CK. He said about after 15 minutes of the game, you could see what was coming. And yes, you could see what was coming. You knew what was coming straight away. You could after 15 minutes, we had that first chance after about a minute, minute and a half. And that was it. But then nothing, absolutely nothing. You could just see Everton getting into the game, growing and growing and growing. And you just knew what, like, like CK says, you knew what was you knew what was coming. You just knew it. Unfortunately, you can just see it in every Leicester team that plays at the minute. Go on, Tom. Were you going to say something? I'm just going to say the VAR thing makes a farce anyway, because the referee should not walk over to a monitor where it's freeze frame on the point where the ball looked like it'd been kicked by the the. Uh, defensive player the point should be where he walks over to the screen it's the new it's it's neutral it's, you're not walking over to the screen looking going well, hold on a minute from that angle because like we said on one angle it looks like a penalty on another angle it doesn't look like a penalty yeah, yeah. But for me why is the referee not getting four or five angles to look at that decision because I, I think it doesn't make because sense that one angle that one shot pretty much just about yeah, proved that it, looking at here, but it, it just about proved that the that, guy the defender's foot touched the ball. Yeah, but he shouldn't go into the screen and it being on that shot, freeze frame. I don't agree with that completely. You should be going to it and let the referee make decision, not freezing on the point where you think it might have been, if you get what I mean. It should be the referee's decision. We've not, we're not sure if it's a pen. Come over and look at it and start it from the point of him running into the box. He's seeing what's just happened. And it should be at the point of what the referee's watched at. It shouldn't be slowed down. They shouldn't be slowing things down because slowing things down makes things look 10 times worse than if it was at a normal speed. The referee's got to look at what he's just seen at the same speed of it for me. I'm not <coughs> disputing it weren't a penalty or it was a penalty. We were poor tonight. It deserved nothing from the game. But let's, the VAR thing is just far still for me with decisions. 
Let's, chaps, let's quickly get on. We've got a few people click on. Jay and Jack, let's add you two on. Um, Jay, just quickly give us your post-match views. I wanted to turn off and watch the Leeds game. Well, that's been more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, 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 again, Jay, I must admit that last five or ten minutes, it felt like we are trying a bit more, but... I, do, I don't want to go. I don't even want to say the words Plan B, but mm. it does feel like the last ten minutes when you're like, "Come on, we're two 0 down," it, it's like, yeah, just carries on. We could have carried on for another twenty minutes, Jay. Yeah, but nothing, no good. Madison was poor again. Tillemans uh, was quiet. Barnes did nothing. Uh, it was just, it was a poor performance against Everton. Yeah. Is Tottenham next game? Yeah, Spurs away. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to that. Well, CK says Jose will have Brendan's pants down at the weekend. They're the kings of counterattack. Oh, yeah, we, we ain't winning this. Can I just say that'll be a neutral game, by the way, because we'll both both sit back and no one's going to want to play football. Do you think so? Well, if they don't want to attack and we don't want to attack, that's going to be a right boring game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Jack, give us your views. Negative. Too, we're too negative in our football. Like, we set out with a very creative team and we now don't have nothing to show for it at all. It's shocking, really, isn't it? Everton Everton weren't the best. We we clearly seen that, but we didn't really offer much ourselves to help ourselves out. Madison were poor, Tillemans poor, Barnes. He should be getting into more tackles, isn't it? He? he just pulls out. Why are you pulling out? Get stuck into him, innit? Show me who's boss on that field. We do need a. I think we do need another midfielder to say, "Come on, boys, let's get on with it and let's kick on where it hurts." But I, I, I agree with Tom in it. Schmeichel's not a captain. You know, we need somebody in that midfield, or maybe Johnny Evans' captain. To be honest, apart from that, we didn't Mate, we didn't do anything ourselves. Jamie, you, you've been a big fan of Mendy, Magic Mendy, this season, but I uh, it just yeah. had an off day today, maybe. Yeah, uh, yes, I've been a fan with him. It wasn't his best game. Uh, with Ndidi playing at the back, I think I think more and, uh, Mendy's going to be a squad player, unfortunately. I don't think he's done a lot wrong. They do play totally different styles of football. When Ndidi's in midfield, it's a bit more quicker. Uh, when Mendy when Mendy's there, he's more wins the ball, passes it a bit more slower. But it, I don't know, Phil. It's just I think, like you say, everyone had an off day, but we just. I don't know, we're getting too many off days. There was a comment there about a bad day at the office. If I'd had that many bad days at the office, I'd have had the sack by now, I think. If we've, we've lost four games at home. It's just not It's just not good enough. If you have that many bad days at the office, you should get the sack. It really is. It's true. I mean, Perez, I don't know. Perez has played quite well the last couple of games and surprised quite a few people. And then he's, he's popped back on the bench today. He made a bit more of an effort. He yeah. made a bit more of an effort today. So when he came on, it sort of changed the game a bit. But I don't know. It's just at the minute, it's, it, oh, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm disappointed again. I thought the Brighton game, but how, how often do we get two home games on the bounce and we only win one of them? We have an opportunity to win that many times. We don't win the, the opportunities to get these six points that we needed from last Brighton game and today's game. We just don't take the chances where other teams do. Everton have just won two on the bounce. They look like they wanted to win it, but I don't yeah. know. And as well, I don't it's know. still Perez, because there's some comments there about Perez. He's clearly, he's clearly been instructed to play more narrow recently and it has worked. He's a lot better when he's playing narrower. Um, 
I mean, we know he's not a winger. We've been saying it for months. He is not a right winger. He's not a winger at all. And I think since he's been playing narrower, he has, I mean, the the, the difference is quite noticeable, in my opinion. Um, when he came on today, he was the best player on the pitch, you know, for the last, for the last however many minutes he was on. He, he was, you know, things were going through him. He had the penalty um, call. He then obviously scored a goal, but it was offside. Uh, he had a couple shots. So for me, he's a dead, dead starter for Tottenham. Um, this is the last thing I'm going to say because uh, I'm going now. But, um, I, I, well, I'm really not looking forward to, to Tottenham because, as Tom said, they are going to... Look, Jose Mourinho, masterclass incoming. I'm sorry. He is going to sit back. They are going to sit back. We're not going to be able to break them down. It's going to be horrible. It really is going to be a horrible game to watch. Um but yeah, that's it. I don't. It's just one of them well, nights, isn't it? On that cheery note, I think we should wrap it up because we've all we've all watched enough Leicester City stuff tonight. We're all probably ready for to go and what is it? Eight o'clock. Let's go and watch Eastenders or whatever is on. And uh, yeah, locks have another I'm bit. Going to bed. Thanks. You're going to bed. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Thanks Tom and uh, locks for doing the watch along again. Get ready for Sunday. At least there's one good thing. I'm Big Sam's got a job at West Brom. How was he? Yeah, he's got the job at West Brom, so oh, that's no. one good thing. Positive, right. we'll be back on Sky Sports, so we ain't got to worry about times and who's in front and behind. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> thanks. thanks, everybody. Thanks, Lox and Tom, for the watch-along. Thanks, Jack see, and Jay for see joining Jack, us. See you, Jack. See you, Jay. Thank right, you, guys. Oh, just realised we've got our own JJ there, didn't we? The J and J. Thanks to those guys. And thanks, Jamie, of course, for joining us before and after the game. Not a, not a problem. Wait, I think it was... Where's your lucky hat, Jay? I think it's an unlucky hat. Oh, I think I ought to burn it. I think I ought to burn it. First time I've worn it and they've lost, so I'm not going to wear that one again, am I? Not on a football no. day. All right. Oh. Go on then, Lox. Andy wants me to see my magic trick. So another it's, night. It's not oh, going to be as go. impressive. Here we go. You ready? Right. You ready? Say abracadabra. Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> was, that, did you, was the watch along like that? Were you that bored during it? You were doing that. Yeah. That yeah, was the watch along, yeah. But it was the gla- the bottle was full and not half empty. So yeah. Ah, oh, all right. Vet classic. You'll be on Britain's Got Talent next year with that one. No, he needs a he needs a dog to win that. <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> Make sure she watches this now. Right. Yes. We'll I'll see you all as you, you're, Yeah, clip that and put it in. He's gone off to yeah. say sorry already. Sorry, love. He's Didn't just realised what Bye. he said. Right, chaps. We'll see you all. Uh, lo- it's Locks back on Friday night with his fan zone show. Um, and then, Jamie, you're here Sunday morning with a pre match show again. <laughs> yes, I've got the. Uh, uh, who is it? The last word on Spurs. Fan group, so that's so going to be fun. Ten o'clock on Sunday. Yes. Okay. Well, listen. Hey, you know Leicester. We'll go and win at Spurs. Do you know what? We probably will. You know, so probably won't will. Put it, I won't put it past them one bit, but it's not still it's something's not right. I just yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. There's no plan B ever, Jamie. That's what it is. See you later. Never is, pal. Never Bye. is. See you later. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. With special thanks to our pal band. ADT Taxis, Beat Me, Piglet's Pantry, Tiger, Lester Garage Conversions, 
pink vehicle leasing, hologram, the Fox's arms, Moyer weight interiors, and our chosen charity, Memphis UK. We bring you the fans' views on the match each week, and your views matter to us. Join the fans' debate each match with us. Follow us at LesterFanTV. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.